the, the donut, donut box. The donut box. What's up, guys? My name is Joe Sebastian, and welcome to another episode of The Donut Box, where we unbox stories and talk about things we usually don't talk about. For today's episode, we will be talking about the struggles of healing your relationship with food and your body. I've basically been struggling for half of my life, and it was only about three years ago that I finally decided to work on that relationship. And to be honest, it's been really hard. Like, it is not glamorous, it is not fun, it is not easy. But what always holds me to it is why I want to heal. And it's mostly because I want to enjoy my life again. I will put out this disclaimer that you may have a few trigger warnings here as we do talk about dieting, purging, and other stuff related to disordered eating and body image. But I hope that if you are ready to listen to this story so that we can talk about it and remind you that you are not alone. So let's unbox this story. Our unboxer slash co-host for today is somebody who was here in one of our earlier episodes. He talked about how to be an extrovert. And today he's going to help us unbox today's topic. Everybody, let's sprinkle some love to Elijah Espino. Hello, Elijah. Welcome back. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Yes, you are. (laughs) Are you excited for today's um, episode, this conversation? Always excited as an excited person. Yes, yes, you are. All right, so today's uh, topic is going to be we're going to be unboxing here some of the responses. This is our donut box. We're going to unbox the responses of the question What are the struggles that you have faced while working on your relationship with food and your body? Right? This is something that you're also actually currently working on as well. Right? Yes. So, yes. You know, let's just talk about it. Let's. Let's see what we can relate to. Here is a little bit of an ASMR. (laughs) Wow. We're we're like a uh, (laughs) multi-episode. Okay, here we go. Our first one is... Your mood is linked to the number on the scale, the way you look, and food you eat. One bite can equal a bad day. Can you relate to that? Yeah, actually. I wouldn't say that much now i mean mm-hmm. i think as a human you're, you're gonna have those days but yeah before high school um even in college like okay i'm trying to lose weight i step on the i step on the weight and it's like i gained two pounds like yeah and that's usually when you feel like your best as well right yeah. when you're like yeah, yeah. doing everything that you think yeah. is right you finally feel good and you step on the scale and then goes up and you're just like well Yep. crap <laughs> it's yeah. crap <laughs> you know yeah no yeah seriously though or like you'd get a burger and fries with your friends and then you take a bite and then you instantly regret it because you're like mm-hmm. should i be eating this and it's stressful it's very stressful it can change your mood like i shouldn't be eating this i feel bad about myself i'm gonna get fat and all those things but you know sometimes you just you eat it because it makes you happy and yeah. it's mm-hmm. not like it's one of those things where it's like okay i'm gonna eat it every single day i'm gonna i'm gonna stuff myself because that's unhealthy as well right you have to find balance in everything that you do working out every day is and destroying your body is bad anything in excess is is bad but it's just that mentality of back then where if you really hated your body 
it really got to you. And yeah. and let me tell mm-hmm. you, I really hated how I looked back then. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so. I mean, for me, it, a big thing that I I also didn't kind of share is you know how I post a lot of like how you know you shouldn't put your worth to your weight, right? And the thing yeah. is, I I was weighing myself every single day for maybe five years like literally that was every single morning after i would go to the bathroom because of course that's the best time to weigh yourself um and like literally i would weigh myself and i have to make sure i'm not drinking water things like that i would even hide myself um like the scale because i didn't want anyone to know that i was weighing myself constantly and even if it was like a point one gain like that automatically shifted my mood. I was already like, well, this is going to be a bad day. I'm not going to I'm not going to eat anything. I'm going to work yeah. out several times today. Like it would just be a mood shifter. And it was so draining to have all of your energy and worth be dependent on that scale. And it's not easy. Like it is not easy to separate that. Like if you want to weigh yourself now, that's completely fine, but I definitely suggest that you only weigh yourself when you are at the space where you can just see it as a number. If you're not, then it's really just going to be this big thing in your relationship with food and your body that may hold you back from like truly being able to recover. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I used to weigh myself a lot and then I got a lot of anxiety. I got like weighers, weighers anxiety. Oh, is that a thing and, now? Or yeah, I don't know. We're, we're going to make it up. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to okay. be a thing. Weighers anxiety. It got to the point where it's like, Oh gosh, if I step on this scale and I see that my weight went up, it's just going to f- make me feel like like I'm failing, like mm-hmm. I'm a failure. And so I stopped doing that. I, I mean, I don't weigh myself a lot now. Uh, it's more of like making good habits, good choice. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't want to say good choice, but making good habits and having more balanced meals yeah, and you know, not really stressing about it because I realized you know the more I restrict myself, the less energy that I have, and yeah, it it um when I stopped weighing myself and I really did it just to be it for myself and not really for how people see me, then I got I got less anxious about how I looked. But of course, I'm human and I still it's worry just, about it. It takes time. Like It really yeah. takes time. And as easy as it is to say, don't connect your worth to your weight. It's a hard thing to unlearn, right? And it becomes a habit. That's the thing. It becomes a habit. Like It was just clockwork, like a robotic thing for me to weigh myself in the morning. It wasn't even like... like I didn't really care about the result. It was just like part of my routine to weigh myself at that yeah. point, right? And, and it was sucked okay let's go to our next one here well these are first first topic and it was already pretty heavy dang (laughs) we've changed here okay here we go is there any like which favorite don't you like how does that make you feel (laughs) okay let's go to our next one i don't hang out with people because i am anxious about my body or if they will want to go go and eat something this is okay. I don't know if this is you. Is yeah. this you? What's this you? This because is, you're so extroverted. Body like body image, extrovertedness, and being with friends. Like no matter what, I will be with my friends. Even if I hate my body. I, mm-hmm. I love my friends so much that I it doesn't matter if I yeah. hate how I look. That's good. That, that's never, a really it never good really mindset. bothered me. Mm-hmm. It was it's more for family. <laughs> that's <laughs> if, if you change friends with family. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah that's a, that's a little bit of a different thing because you know family tends to have like a different connection things like that but anyways this was a real this is a really big thing for me because when i was in college i was so afraid of people seeing me at all because this was the point where i had gained over 30 pounds i stopped dancing things like that so i was also in a new environment obviously we're all like in a new environment but this was just like a really big change in my life because i had stopped dancing there were so many things i was so afraid of people seeing me eat like that was my biggest fear i don't know why that was my biggest fear i mean i guess i do but anyways one of the things that I would do was I would go to the bathroom and eat my lunch there because I felt like, okay, you don't deserve to be seen eating because you don't even deserve to eat at all. You eat in the bathroom. You don't connect with anyone. You don't hang out. You just you just get it done. And I was doing that for a while. And, and like thinking about it now, it's really sad, but I just felt like I was not allowed to hang out with people or have friends. And anytime I would... It would just make me so anxious. There was even times where, you know, I was like vegan for a certain point of my life. That's a whole other story. But there were times where when my friends would ask me to hang out with them, you know, to eat out with them, I would like use it as a cover. Like, oh, I'm vegan. There's nothing on the menu. And then they would like look for something for me to eat, like a, a restaurant with something to eat. And then I would just be like, no, it's okay. You don't have to. But deep down, I'm just like, this is just my excuse so that I don't have to eat. And then I would just watch everyone eat while I was just like there. It was just, it was a really rough, rough time. You know what I, what I really found out for myself is that as much as you think, I mean, despite like, you know, diet culture and, you know, big box media or whatever, whatever media or whatever companies tell you that you should look a certain way. One thing I found out for myself is that most people don't really don't care, care. Mm. it's just you putting that boundary on yourself it's you telling you that oh these guys i shouldn't hang out with these people because of how i look that's just you putting it on yourself people don't really care it's like they're they're, they're they care more about themselves than like than you know yeah than they care about you and that's true and i think the biggest fear of people around like you know my biggest fear being around people i did think that they were judging me and I do know now that they're probably judging themselves more than they are judging me. But there's always that, I mean, let's be honest, there's always going to be that like five, ten seconds of somebody judging you. Like that's yeah. going to happen, right? You know, when you first meet, you first see each other, people are going to judge judges you. everybody. Yeah, but we're humans. It's that's not what like we do. they're thinking about you for the rest of the day. Yeah, right? I know. It's not it's like you're like, the most important person in their life, right? Like, why why does she look that way? And the whole day they're going to think of that? No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Unless you're, I mean, like, unless you're, you're a, a hater. Celebrity. Like, or like or you're, yeah, you're a literal yeah, yeah, hater yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like yeah. obsessed with the person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but deep down, haters actually are just jealous and they actually like you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's go to our next one over here. Not losing weight and then feeling like crap all day, plus having no energy for anything, even the things that you love. Yeah, I mean, this is this is tied to the first one. I remember one time I was I purged and I just felt so weak. I was just like, because because I purged because I had like big dinner or something like that. I forgot, but like it, it just stuck to me, and I remember that I had to go and hang out with friends that night. It was like 9 p.m. We were going to go out together. And I, don't, I, th I think we were going to watch a movie. But after purging, like 10, 15 minutes after, I just felt so weak that I had to, I had to cancel on them. Because like, I just, 
I I just felt like I couldn't move. I just wanted to sleep. It was that bad. Wow, Elijah not going out with their friends, with his friends. Not that's, because I that's something serious. Like, that's when you know it's serious, right? And it hits that point. But I think that's something we really don't talk about enough. It's like just how much you are you are knocked out by dieting and diet culture and like we glamorize it so much of like just have discipline and just have discipline but like no if you are not having energy to do stuff if you do not have the ability to like enjoy your life what is the point of losing weight what's the point of having a diet if you're not going to be able to enjoy your life and and that's something that I guess it really takes time for you to be able to see that because it took me time to see that. I honestly put my weight, how I looked above everything else because that felt at the moment like the most important thing to me. And I don't know if it's age or just like going into the recovery process where you're like, wait, I missed out on so much of my life because of dieting, right? You know, it makes sense. You want to lose weight? That's fine. There's a proper way to do it. (laughs) I just realized myself that by adding that purge i just made it so much harder for myself this is how i did it i would eat a lot like a lot a lot i would purge it just to eat the right amount of food after if i took out the purge and just ate pounds diet i would have still achieved what i wanted to achieve not felt bad had enough energy you know what i mean it's like you're adding you're adding an extra layer of thing to your end goal while making yourself miserable you know you add an extra layer of intricacy just to make it a lot harder on yourself make yourself miserable and then years worth of anxiety and sadness and just straight up feeling sorry for yourself when you could have just taken that that extra step out and you probably would have achieved something better for yourself something healthier something easier yeah i mean that is definitely an ideal world right that we don't have to go through these things of course there are a lot of reasons why we end up in disordered eating habits or having a bad relationship with your body it's just that we realize now that just how much harder we made it on ourselves to be able to live but that's also because that was the ideals given to us. Like, this is what to do to be healthy. Like, you have to suffer to be healthy. You have to feel all of these things. And it's it's just something that we have to unlearn, you know, like, which is really hard. But we get there. Okay, let's go to our next one. Wow, these are really uh, intense questions. Yeah, we're just p- popping them through. Okay, I think you're going <laughs> to like this one because I think this is going to be very relatable for you. My gastrointestinal tract is forked restriction costs constipation sometimes eating makes me get diarrhea and purging cost heartburn is Bro, this not it, you <laughs> this is me like but you know ever since i started eating normally my poops have been arena center out, out of this poops. world poops poops, <laughs> poops. <laughs> yeah it's been it's been out of this world but yeah you're right i mean up to now well i have heartburn i've GERD. But it's getting controlled and adding more fiber and stuff. But yeah, man, like sometimes I'd be constipated. Sometimes I'd have diarrhea. Sometimes my stomach would hurt out of nowhere just because of purging, man. Like honestly, how many years worth of damage I've done to my GI tract? I, I, 
lost count. I don't know what, what the actual damage and something is. something you mentioned, right? It's like your teeth yeah. also are like impacted it's a little more, bit by that. More sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like some of my enamel have has been worn off from the acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So these are just like <laughs> things that we don't. Luckily, I don't have hemorrhoids. So <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Uh, anyway, like these are the <laughs> things that we we don't see how intense like disordered eating body image issues can really take us to that level like of unhealthiness like a very hot topic right now is gut health right there's a very (laughs) uh uh tiktok gut health girl um, microbiotins and all this microbiotins (laughs) what is that (laughs) microbiota (laughs) it's like your microbiome right all the stuff in your in your stomach microbiome yeah Yeah. so essentially it's like the thing that is a big factor affects your gut health is restriction. There are a lot of studies that kind of show how restricting your diet then impacts your gut. It's no longer like, it's not as active as it used to be. It's not getting enough nutrients in general. And we're not highlighting that enough. Instead, we're tossing all of these like magical supplements and teas and all of these things. I'm not against supplements. Okay, like it's okay, but it's just there's so many quote unquote. That's tips why they're and called tricks. supplements. Yeah, they're supposed to just supplement they're, you, right? Yeah, they're called supplements for a reason. It's because they're not necessities. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is. There's just so many tips and tricks out there for your gut health when one of the most important things is to actually have been able to nourish yourself, right? And this is this is something that we have to work on after long periods of dieting to regain and it takes a long time. Like now I'm still really suffering from like major acid reflux and it's all just it's a mess. <laughs> like yeah. It is a mess. <laughs> Honestly, I'm under how much of the good bacteria has left my body. I mean, it, it can come back, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drink more Yakult. <laughs> okay, let's go into our next one. We've got a few more here. Donut break! Add the filling, add the frosting, let's go! It's a donut break, so let's ask Elijah some quick glazed questions. Are you ready, Elijah? Oh, heck yeah! How many pets do you have? Seven. Seven. What's your favorite way to move your body? Right now, tennis. Tennis is my yeah. new favorite way to move my body. Woo. Have you ever won a contest? Yes, I have won a contest. Um, there was a post-dance contest after a fun run, and I won it. Oh. I won the dance contest. You're yeah. a dancer. <laughs> I'm a dancer. <laughs> okay, do you have anything on your bucket list, and what is the top thing there? Uh, top list right now in my bucket list is to ski the Swiss Alps. Okay. And our final question is, if you could only eat one donut forever, what donut would that be? Chocolate butternut. Hey, that that aligned with your last uh, answer. So that's good. That's good. I can't enjoy anything because of the way my body looks or how much I've eaten. I feel constantly distracted and uncomfortable. Okay, I think this is something we don't tap into as well, is just how much of your brain space is occupied by your body and how uncomfortable that is, how distracting that is. Like literally for me the whole day, I'm just thinking about like, I'm just like feeling my stomach. I'm just thinking about what I ate. Like for me, that was such a big chunk of my life. Like that was all I was thinking about. That was the only thing in my head. Just like food, my body, food, my body. And that that, that was all. 
because you're so focused. You're like like that, right? You have your uh, blinders on and you're just looking at that one thing. It's it's it takes a toll on your mental health. Or like for example, you wear some clothes, you look at the mirror and you're like, "Damn." And then you just think about it the whole time that you're out. And it sucks. It really sucks. Like gosh <laughs> you know, it's coming these in these the memories are like these, they're coming these topics in. are making me remember so many things you know what i mean it still happens once in a while yeah but i'm more chill with it and it's it's more of like acceptance it's like hey that's what it is it is what it is you know <laughs> i mean this isn't to like trigger us again it's just kind of these reminders of like one how far you've come in your journey but yeah. also two recovery healing your relationship with your body it's not as glamorous as it looks like online. You know, a lot of the things that you see online are people who have already reached this point of like, okay, I, I'm in a much better state. And so I don't think we talk enough about how hard it is. Like, it is freaking hard. And, and even until now, it's hard. But the point of it all is that it's worth it, right? I mean, like, it's gonna be worth it because there are times where I, I like I am shocked sometimes because before I could not go like a few hours without thinking about food like I could just I would like literally wake up in the morning and I'm just like waiting for breakfast once breakfast is done I'm waiting for lunch once lunch is done I'm waiting for my snack and once the snack is done I'm waiting for dinner like that's it I'm just thinking about that all day and it was like a few days ago when I, I was I was working and then all of a sudden I was like looking, I mean, of course I still should not have done this, like be super distracted that I didn't know when to eat. But there was a time where I was like, oh my God, I forgot to eat. And I was just like, wow, that had never happened to me before because that showed me that I wasn't only thinking about food and my body anymore. And that was like a slightly big win just because I wasn't obsessed with it, but also I should have probably alarmed myself to have eaten at that time when I was when I should have well for me it's it's I still think about food a lot mm -hmm. but not in the same way that how I used to think about it where it's like I gotta eat all of this now and then so I can yeah, feel good it's like the scarcity mindset and then, mm -hmm. and then purge it out now it's like I love food yeah your relationship <laughs> you know, changes it's, like it's not like, uh, <laughs> it's not deprivation and it's not like hate it's just appreciation of it yeah, it's more like, what do I want to eat today? Ooh, I want to cook this one. Ooh, I want to try this. Ooh, in a couple of days, I'm going to go have Korean barbecue with my friends or stuff like that. You know, it's more of like excitement than it is fear, I guess. Yeah, I don't which know if really you call good. it fear, right? I don't know if, uh, is it the fear Yeah, food? I mean, I think people no, no, do. I think you can fear food. Like, I don't think I never feared the food. Okay, you never feared the fearing, food. Mm -hmm. I think it was more about fearing what the food the would do to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the mindset change where it's like, I love food before, but I don't want to gain weight to, dang, I love food. This tastes really good. And that's it. There's no, there's no, there's no but. but. Yeah. Yeah. There's no but. That's good. That, that is like one of those, you know, things that show us we, we have a little bit of improvement in our relationship. Yeah, not hundred percent. Not hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. We said a little bit of improvement. Yeah. And that, that's just important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next one here. Feeling cold, weak, having brain fog and enjoying things less and less. So this is kind of connected to that. 
at one point in my life, I was constantly cold. Like I could feel my hands and feet cold all the time and have to wear jackets and everybody's like, it's so hot. And I was like, yeah, I am not doing well. Because I think we also don't discuss this, just how much consequences restriction and dieting is to your body, where a lot of your normal body processes are not prioritized. Right. This is why some women will lose their period. This is why you are constantly thinking about food because your body is just trying to tell you you literally need to eat. You will also be affected in terms of like body warmth and like brain fog because everything is just focused literally on trying to keep you alive with whatever it can. And this is why people who really promote restriction, put you on these restrictive diets, are literally endangering you. And we are also kind of doing that to ourselves. It's just that we are willing to. We are so willing to do that. We are so willing to sacrifice that because we've been told that this is the way to acceptance. And everybody just wants to feel accepted and belonged. It doesn't matter if you're experiencing all of these consequences. Yeah, I mean, story time. I don't think it was me for me purging, but I, I went to the hospital for throwing up. Uh, it was in 2017 like January, early, like late January, early February. And went out drinking. It was like an anniversary. Are you sure it wasn't my... from the drinking? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> it, it wasn't the whole story, right? Okay. So went out drinking, got, got like really, really, really like wrecked. In, inebriated. Yeah, I got uh -huh. wrecked. <laughs> I was looking for a smart term. But yes. No, we're just going to use wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> yeah. wrecked. And um, basically what happened was, so I, I, Threw it all up when I got home, woke up the following day, and I started having, like, like my whole body went numb. I thought I was having a heart attack. So we had to call the ambulance. I got taken to the hospital, got my, EC my ECG taken. It was, I don't know what, what it was, but it was, at that time, I wasn't in medicine, so I couldn't really say. So they transferred me to, the ho to a bigger hospital, confined me, and did lab tests. And my lab tests turned out to be hypokalemic. So... Hypo means less, kalemia means, you know, potassium. Um, pro, uh, potassium. So hypokalemia or hypokalemic means uh, not enough potassium in the blood, right? Emia means in the blood. So that happened from me throwing up from drinking alcohol, right? How much more if like if I threw up every single day, like, you know, like the, the, con the, the it builds up and, and I'm putting myself in more danger. Like, you don't realize, like, how much it really affects the body and the consequences that follow it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Same so. with, like, laxative abuse as well. Yeah. I was, like, taking, what, two to three laxatives a day for a certain period of time. And there's so much normalization of taking laxatives. Like, oh, you're bloated? Take this. Like, like this those skinny tea with the yeah, those, those yeah. skinny teas, those, like, um, pills. Uh, Remember the Cancunis teas? I don't know that one, uh, but I, I was yeah, like yeah. the bigger lie. But anyways, it's yeah. like, oh, oh, we're name dropping. Anyways, like those times, it, like online, it's it's so normalized. Like you had a big meal, take this. Like not realizing there's literally consequences to your body. And it's so it really dangerous. It that, is. Like, and you're going to blame yourself if you get sick, right? You're yeah. going to blame yourself. You're not going to think about how like what you were probably doing was actually maybe harmful for your body you're just gonna think that you you're weak you suck and stuff like that that's <laughs> why that's why we talk about this because it it's 
we have to talk about how dangerous this is and how struggling with your relationship with food in your body is not easy. It sucks. But all of the danger that we put ourselves through, we have to we have to like we have to get out of that and we have to like work on it, which Definitely. sucks a yeah. lot. <laughs> okay. Remember guys, take care of your body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to a few more here. Looking at the mirror and having to turn to the side to see my stomach. Oh, so this is on body <laughs> checking. <laughs> How much do you body check? I still do it. Yeah, it's me more too. Of like I'm looking at. I mean, it. I still do, of course. <laughs> yeah. Check like, if it got if it's got darker or whatever. Back then, it was like really demeaning to myself just looking at the, and I would like grab my fats on the side, right? And I would look at it, or like, <laughs> or like I would sit down and try to make man boobs. <laughs> And we get so stressed. It's so bad. But yeah, I mean, weighing myself and checking my body, those were the two biggest, like, Body dang, checking, like, habits. I yeah. suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, mm -hmm. the ones that really yeah. affected your, your yeah. like, your my mental uh, perception health, of yourself. My perception mm -hmm. of myself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, I have a body mirror. I look at it. And then I look. It's like, dang. Little chubsters here. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. Then, that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it, does it stress me out sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, that's normal. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, how do I feel? Not, not really. I mean, I still like getting dressed. I got to play sports. I'm playing sports a lot more now. Me too, yeah. Let's you know go. what I mean? Yeah. There you tennis. go. Tennis. <laughs> yeah. Table tennis. Badminton. <laughs> you know, the thing about this body checking, it's a habit that we don't realize we do. So body yeah. checking is essentially where you are constantly checking your body to seek validation or to seek or see what is happening to it or changes to it. So some samples of body checking will be, yeah, number one, checking the mirror, of course. Number two would be pinching your sides, parts of your body. Number yeah. three is like trying on clothes that used to be that used to oh, not fit you or like it used to fit yeah. you and now so you're like trying to see does it fit yeah, me again does it fit so like, me more yeah and, and then, then you get you get so sad but it's like why does it seem tighter like yeah. i thought i'm losing weight i thought like why is my butt not fit these jeans and it's like mm -hmm. oh gosh and, and something to add to this just before we go to the next ones i saw this uh, tiktok and this trainer was talking about how she wanted to look like she did in, when she was 16 like that was her motivation like she had a photo of how she looked when she was 16 years old because she was very thin things like that and then her husband was like why do you want to look like you're like pre-pubescent yeah. like you are like literally a grown woman who wants to look like a teenager and like i mean it just shows like this perspective that you are literally in a different part of your life but you are still comparing yourself to a version of yourself that had literally none of the experience that you have right now and that was just like the biggest like the way she framed it was just oh yeah that's that makes sense you know that makes so much sense but back to that, um, another form of body checking would be looking at your older photos, I guess, to connect to that, like constantly looking at your older photos and comparing it to yourself now. You know, we have weighing yourself, measuring yourself, things like that. I'm guilty for that right now. <laughs> like, I would look back at like 2020 said, Elijah. <laughs> yeah, 2020 Elijah. And I'm like, dang, I miss those muscles. <laughs> they're, they're there, you know, they're, they're there. Yeah, they're just yeah. hiding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, you know. My mindset then in 2020 was healthier than it was before, but it like turned into more of like looking towards exercise as a form of, you purging. know, I wouldn't say purge because I wasn't, 
I just mm-hmm. exercised too much. It, w- I, it wasn't there. Oh, I got to do it to lose weight. It was just like, I got so into it that I forgot to think about my mental health again. Mm-hmm. And I burned out. And then... But yeah, you also got injured, right? And I also got injured. Yeah. That, that was the sucky part. But yeah, I hit my PR, so... <laughs> That's one thing, you know. Um, the, the same. I think this happens to everybody. Where, you know, when you're somewhere, like you're you're yeah. you're out, you don't have Wi-Fi. So yeah. what do you do? You look through your photos, like you ju- you're just in your photo album. So you're just looking at it. You're like deleting things like that because there's no Wi-Fi. And f- a big chunk of my life, I spent literally every morning, aside from weighing myself, I would take a photo of my stomach in the morning. Like, that. that's my routine. Like, post-poop uh, photo. Yeah, post-poop photo, <laughs> post-poop weigh-in, you know, that kind of stuff. Literally, and then I, I would go back too far in my photo album to where all of it is just, like, me in front of the mirror. And then I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, why can't I look like that anymore? Like, every time, and I'd just be so triggered. It's it's kind of funny because we're like we're more anal than like the top athletes who actually need to lose weight to get to a certain you know weight category. I don't know. Like, are we Maybe are we going to fight like, or something? <laughs> are we are we fighting or something? Are, I don't know. We, we don't. Go? We don't know. Like maybe you know. I have another very bad example of like body checking, where before I used to constantly search celebrities' weights online. Like that was it like that really? That, <laughs> like do celebrities actually put their weight online? No, there's just this uh, there's just this site that has everything. Their height, well, it's their like, weight, their this birthday, is probably, this is, their zodiac okay, sign. Get, you know, I get wait, the height. Yeah. I get the birth yeah. date. But wait, but like wait. How do you like, but how wait. do they get the, <laughs> how do they get the weight? But okay, so wait a minute. So the the ones that I would remember um I would search for was Shay Mitchell, Lucy Hale. That was because at those times I, I was not know who I, these are. I don't know. What? You don't know them? Oh my gosh. Does it ring does it ring a bell? I think even celebrities. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. Like, not you Shay Mitchell is like half so. Filipina, pa. Who's she? Oh gosh. Oh, anyway, give me, give me. I was give watching. Me, okay, fine. Give me something. Give me like a movie so I can like see her. Pretty Little Liars. Okay, so she's in Pretty Little Liars, and that's why I was searching them because they were in a show that I was watching at the time, and then like I would be so attracted to their bodies. Like I'd be like, yes, I want that body. So obviously, I have to be the same weight as them. I'm a different height, I'm a different build, I'm a different everything, but I just assumed that their weight had to be my weight. The thing is, everything online is like almost the same weight for every celebrity. <laughs> because like you said, it's not real information. Right? It's, it's obviously not, not the true information, because how would they know that? But I was just obsessed, and I was just like, I... I have to be that weight. I have to know their weight and that that's what I have to be. And that was just like the worst form of body checking for me. Like, like, mm, sorry. <laughs> sorry, self. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to um, our last one for the day. Okay, sounds Here good. Here we go. Is this a favorite donut one? No. <laughs> okay, this is our last entry. <laughs> Feeling disgusted at myself <clears throat> for even having the smallest snack. Disgusted. I think the biggest reason for this, like feeling disgusted by having like even the smallest food, is because diet culture has really skewed our version of what quote unquote normal eating looks like, right? Because now normal eating for us is fasting, like um, 1,200 calories or less, no carbs, like literally you replace all of your carbs with vegetables. So of course, when you feel like you're eating normally, you're just like having a regular sized meal for your regular sized body, you're automatically going to feel like you're overeating. You're automatically going to be like judging yourself. And that's 
that's like how I felt. Like every time I would feel hungry in the afternoon and like I wanted to have a snack, I'd be incredibly mad at myself. I would be so angry and disgusted at myself. And sometimes even now, if I eat something just like randomly, like, oh, my dad brings home food and I'm like, I have a taste of it. Like just a taste of it. I would already be like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done that. And then like try to recall, wait, nope, that's fine. Tastes good. You're fine. You're good. It's just food. Mm, I don't know. For me, I've always been a snacker. So like, I was fine with snacks. Mm-hmm. It was more of like the big meals, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So you were like yeah. more affected by your big meals. Well, of course, we we were like affected by big meals too. But there's just something about like snacks, snacks made me happy. Yeah. Okay. Snacks made me happy. Like I took comfort in snacks. Like, okay, but there's a have... difference between like having a snack and like having some fun food. You know? No, 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 no. Like my snacks are my fun foods. Yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. Like having a snack is different. Like having a snack is eating in between your meals compared to just having a fun food. Like I'm watching a movie and then I'm gonna have chips. Like that's you're having your that's fun fine. food. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying like that's the difference wait, which, between wait, like, which one, which one's which which one's bad? Which one's which one's none of them are bad. Are we... I'm just telling okay. you like the difference. Which one between makes those you feel two. bad? Well, yeah, 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 obviously both, but bad? we're talking more about the in between the meals. Yeah, I know. But yeah, we're talking yeah, more none. about in between meals. Neither, neither of them. Neither. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just that, like, the way you're like uh, talking about it is like when you talk about snacking, you're mostly talking about like your fun foods, right? Well, snacks, snacking isn't just, um, yeah, isn't limited to just your fun foods. Exactly. No, I mean, I would have fruits. I'd have chips. Yeah. Yeah. But I took comfort in eating my snacks. You know what I mean? It was mostly the big foods where it's like, oh, it's going to be a steak. Oh, it's going to be something fried. Oh, there's going to be a lot of rice. Oh, it's going to be pizza. Oh, it's, you know what I mean? But in the snacks, it's like, I'd always, I'd, I'd, I'd have like hot Cheetos with cream cheese, or I'd, I'd have like a packet of Funyuns, or or I'd have like a few fruits, I'd eat a lot of pineapple or whatever. That never made me feel bad because it was, it was comforting for me. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think... This is just more into, like, relation of how we literally feel like we're not allowed to eat, like, at all. And that's why even the smallest snack just feels like you are ruining your diet, you are ruining everything that you've worked for. Like, I think that's more where this comes from. And it's just, like, again, a reminder that your body literally needs food to survive. Like, I think it's, it, a for me, it was, like, an American culture. Grow, growing up in America, it's, mm-hmm. like, pe- people that are very snacky, you know, they have recess. And you'd buy some snacks or whatever, or you'd have a pop tart during class. So I guess, I guess deep down, I never felt bad about it because it was ingrained in the culture. Mm-hmm. Well, like in the Philippines as well, like you know, snacking is a big thing, merienda, things like that. It's just that because of diet culture, eating in general is um, seen as bad. That's why even more so the snacks that are technically not even part of your like day plan, things like that. So it like it feels like ma korot korot dance, like so it's like the yeah. it, it, it's it's bad kind of mentality, you know. Okay, so wow, we unboxed a lot. <laughs> like yeah, we, we did talked I about did, I, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect it to be <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, like that, yeah. <laughs> Which just kind of puts us back into this perspective or this just view, you know, how 
big of a struggle it is to work on your relationship with food and your body. And to everybody listening, if you struggle with that, if you're going through any of these um, things right now, unfortunately, that is part of the process, you know. Um, recovery, healing your relationship with food in your body, it's not glamorous. It's There's no it, magic pill. Yeah, nothing. It, it sucks for a while and a big chunk of that time because you're also going against what everybody is trying to tell you to do. So it feels it feels even worse because it feels like nobody is with you and things like that. So this is just that reminder that, you know, you're you're not alone in your journey. The way you feel, others feel it as well. And the biggest thing we have to do is just find that way out of this cycle and, like, you know, get to that point where it's worth it. Remember, baby steps, guys. Mm -hmm. You can't leap without taking your first step. So, wow. you know, Wow. Elijah. <laughs> one small step for man one big <laughs> wait no. what was that no I forgot. <laughs> okay thank you so much elijah for thank chatting you for inviting with us. me again yes yeah. and we'll, and we'll see you or hear you again soon for sure and to remind everybody where can they find you you can just find me on instagram at oscar.elijah.espino that's my instagram <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. walking down <laughs> yeah somewhere like, he'll, he'll talk to you for sure <laughs> i'll talk yeah. to you you see right. me just say hey elijah and I'm like hey what's up yeah, <laughs> yeah. instant friends <laughs> yeah. or right. you'll just see me pop up on joe's socials so if yeah. you see me there click on my name give me a follow talk to me i'm open to talk to anybody so yeah yeah, it is everybody's friend. <laughs> I am everybody's friend. Yes. Thank you so much, Elijah, for chatting. Thank with you us. for inviting me. Bye, Bye, guys. See you again next time. Woo! And that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and also sending in your answers to be part of this conversation. This is something we don't talk about enough the struggles of healing. It sucks, it's not easy, but it happens. It exists. And this is just a reminder that one, you are not alone. And two, I promise you it will be worth it to get your energy back, your life back. It's going to be worth it. Thank you again so much for listening to the pod. If you liked it, then don't forget to follow us. And you can also follow us on Instagram at the donut box pod. So you can join in on the next conversations. Also, if you want, you can follow me at It's Joe Sebastian on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And you can follow at HealWithJoe.rnd for more nutrition things. The Donut Box Pod is an anima podcast podcast, so don't forget to follow them as well for the latest pods. Thank you guys so much, and don't forget, you always deserve to eat. Bye!